Heroes of And welcome to episode 287 and a half of Heroes of Handheld. This is the Inset's premium handheld gaming podcast dedicated to all things handheld, whether that be your Switch, your mobile, your um, PSP, probably, maybe, Vita. Eh, unlikely. Still, mostly Switch stuff nowadays, but that's fine. My name is Chris. I'm joined by Colin. And this week it is a sandwich episode because of work, commitments and other annoying stuff. So here's what's going to happen. I am going to throw over to Colin because I want to hear some news from him and what he's been playing. Hello there, dear friends, dear fellow handheld gaming Players, I'm Colin, and I'm going to give you my contribution to this week's Sarni podcast. Sorry we can't be together, but unfortunately, uh, Chris has been tasked with fighting the crab people because that's what he does best, fighting crab people, or he's probably playing Animal Crossing, one of the two. So, uh, sorry we can't give you a normal podcast this week, but we're going to give you a Sarni episode, as Chris has probably already explained. So, let me get into some news and just give you a bit of a baseline as to what I've been playing this week. So, before I get into a few little bits of news, just wanted to quickly cover what I have been playing this week, and I did touch upon this last week, and maybe the week before, on the podcast, and that was in relation to Call of Duty Modern Warfare, which was the uh, or is the reimagining, retelling, uh, well, not really a retelling, but a reimagining of the Modern Warfare series, which first um, dropped in 2007 or 6, I want to say, maybe 2000. No, 2006 was when the. Um, the Xbox 360 came out, it must be about 2008, I guess. Anyway, so the original Call of Duty Modern Warfare, which was called Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, which was a complete game changer in terms of first-person shooters, as you already know. Uh, amazing campaign, very action, story-driven, and um, a complete refresh of the online multiplayer world, which, you know, has basically influenced first-person shooters to this day. So, of course, rather than coming up with any new ideas, they've decided to go back to the drawing board and just use the same concept. And obviously, Modern Warfare, the new version, which came out last year, has been very popular with the Warzone uh, Battle Royale mode and the online multiplayer and also the campaign, because the game that came out last year uh, did not have a campaign in the Call of Duty series, so they've gone back to actually putting a campaign in, which is nice. And as is traditional with me, I like to go back and well, not go back. I like to play campaigns first before attacking the online uh, for two reasons. Firstly, because I feel it will help me um, when I do eventually go online, and also because I sort of need a bit of time to brace myself for the inevitable onslaught online, where I'll probably be horrendously poor and die constantly and have a horrendous KD ratio. Anyway, so I've been playing Modern Warfare, and I discussed last week my um, unhappiness with the download sizes and the constant downloads you need to do to actually play the bloody thing so i finally got to play the campaign and i played probably the first two or three missions and what i will say um it's straight in it's straight in with a bang there's not really much time um to get to grips with your surroundings and what's going on the story is very much straight there and uh, so far um it looks very pretty i will say that 
looks absolutely incredible um, but um, there is a but I love Call of Duty I love the campaigns um, probably my favorite is probably either the original you know, COD 4 Modern Warfare story or Black Ops 1 stories and those are amazing this one it's um very much following the same trends as the um, previous Modern Warfare games where there is a terrorist group um, basically terrorizing the Western world and lots of explosions and there's um, I mean one of the things I've heard about this campaign is that it sort of straddles the moral line um, and it sort of tries to ask the difficult questions about right and wrong in time of war but doesn't really ever you know go much further than just like sort of straddling the line and i can see what they mean there's been a few instances so far where you sort of think oh well, that's quite a moral dilemma there but they've not really touched upon it at all it's sort of like oh that's done let's go to the next set piece um i mean some of the set pieces so far have been quite wow and oh i'm amazed they've gone down that route and you know call of duty has never been one to shy away from controversy um but in terms of the plot and i mean i don't know where it's going this is very early on in the story but it does seem very um, reminiscent of previous modern warfare games um especially two and three from what i'm seeing um but no, i'll keep at it it's um you know it's straight it's straight on it and so far i've already had three different game modes um, not game modes, but three different styles of play in the campaign. Like it's not just your typical run, gun, run, gun. They they are trying to mix it up and add different um, styles of gameplay, which are really interesting. I've got one where I've got to be stealthy behind enemy lines. I'm sure there'll be a sniper mission, but there's also um, there's also been the running and gunning one. Anyway, so I play the campaign. It's it's okay so far. It's a bit samey, but um, I will give more thoughts on that the more I play, and uh, soon I will touch upon Warzone and the. Um, online multiplayer anyway right so that's the non-handheld gaming news for this week so in terms of the other news so this is going to be heavily focused on Niantic and the two games we like to talk about are obviously Pokemon Go and Harry Potter Wizards Unite which I'm a huge huge fan of Chris isn't so much a fan of Wizards Unite but we're both united in our love of Pokemon Go uh, I'm going to start with Pokemon Go obviously since the um, you know the uh, the health situation kicked in a couple of months ago, um, both um, in Harry Potter and in Pokemon Go, Niantic have put some really cool features in place to make sure that you are still able to play from home because obviously both of these games are built around the idea of you going out and exploring and walking a lot. But um, with Pokemon Go, um, obviously the battles are in there and there's been various uh, community days and things like that. But the latest news on the Harry Potter, not Harry Potter, the Pokemon Go front is the fact that you, dear listener and also dear um, player, can choose the next Pokemon to feature in the community days. So from this coming Saturday, the 23rd to the 24th, so for 24 hours, you can vote for which Pokemon you'd like to feature in the next community day, um, which is similar to how they did it for the February one. So you can choose which Pokemon that you'd want. The, f the two Pokemon that receive the most votes will go on to be featured during the next two community days with the Pokemon with the most votes featured in June and the, the runner-up in July. So there you go. So June and July. So the first one will be June's community day and the second will be due, um, July. So one that finishes the runner-up will be that. The candidates are either Squirtle, Weedle, Sandshrew, Ghastly. So there's um, four Pokemon to choose from all original Pokemon, which is 
is nice. So if you want to vote for that, go check out the Niantic and Pokemon Go Twitter pages over the weekend and you can vote for your favorite Pokemon and which one you want to be featured in Community Day, which is cool. And another piece of news I wanted to talk about is Uniqlo which is a well, I guess a world-renowned clothing brand, um, very famous for their Disney clothing, which I love very much. Uh, they have released a collaboration with the Pokemon company, and you can now, not only can you style up your, your avatar in Pokemon Go, you can dress up your avatar in uh, unique t-shirts designed by Uniqlo, you can even buy these t-shirts in real life. Oh, isn't that cool? That's coming soon, though. So this is really cool. So the same T-shirt designs that you can get in Pokemon Go are also going to be available on Uniqlo's online stores to buy for reels, so you can you know, share the look of your avatar in Pokemon Go, um, so you can match, which is cool. There's no news on when these are coming out yet. It's all very much... Um, up in the air a little bit. There's going to be three designs and they're going to be featuring Pikachu, Ditto and Eevee. And they'll be available for your avatar from the 18th of May. Uh, no news on when they're going to be actually properly available to buy physically yet. But we'll obviously keep you in the know about that. Because Uniqlo are really cool. They're very, very cheap and they do good collaborations with different... Um, What's the word? Different uh, brands, I guess, would be the right one. So, yes, looking forward to that. Anyway, right, final piece of news. I want to talk about Wizards Unite, which is the other game from Niantic, who, in my opinion, really have been knocking it out of the park um, by adapting the gameplay to be played from one location. So, as we've discussed before, they've made it so you can battle in a fortress um, without leaving your home. You can battle with other players from around the world, um, which is really, really cool. And another update that they've released recently, and in in fact, I should have mentioned this last week, but I didn't. And that was this update on Fragments. So for those of you who play Harry Potter Wizards Unite, you'll know about the Fragments and what it means. But for anyone who doesn't play it, Fragments are how you... What you collect in Harry Potter is different foundables. And the your goal is, similar to the Pokedex in Pokemon Go, in Harry Potter you have a registry which has images which are all blurred out, are all blank. But the more foundables you find in the world, the more full your registry will get. And the idea is to get all the images on one registry. There's multiple registry page covering different topics. So it covers dark arts and um, magical sports and Hogwarts and different categories. And some are emergency level, some are common. So the emergency ones are harder to find and harder to catch. Uh, the common ones you find more regularly and are easier to catch in theory. So how it works is once you've collected enough fragments, because each one has a fragment count, so if you collect one of them, that's not enough. You have to collect sometimes up to around 150 of the same thing for it to appear in your registry page. Depending on how challenging they are, they can be higher or lower depending on what they are. But a recent update from Niantic has changed that now. So um, before, what would happen is once you had once you fill the full page, you can then prestige the whole page and then the images go blank again and then you start again and you get more XP. So you basically, you have to get all the images to prestige the page and then you go again. So how it worked before is that if you'd got one image on the registry page and you filled up all the fragments, even though you were catching more of them, you it wouldn't do anything on the registry page. It would do absolutely nothing. But what they've changed now is that you can still prestige the page once you've got all the images, but you can now also prestige the actual images on the registry page. Hopefully that makes sense for anyone who doesn't play it. So rather than having to wait, 
for all the images to appear on the page to prestige the whole page you can now prestige the individual images once you've got all the fragments you prestige it and then you'll need more fragments to fill it up again and you get more xp each time you do it so Hopefully that makes sense. It all comes down, it basically it's a really cool update in my opinion because it means that by getting more of these foundables that you've already got in the registry, rather than just ignore them because you feel you don't need them, you want to keep collecting them because it, you can just keep prestiging them and get more and more and more XP. There was a bit of an issue of this though, where when the update originally rolled out a couple of weeks ago, no press release, no news had come out. So this took a lot of people by surprise. No one was expecting this, and it's very interesting and odd for them not to actually give a um, press release or news on what was coming. It was just released, and there it was. When I got it, I had this massive notification on my registry page, and every single page I had um, different images that I could then prestige. But the issue with this is there was an error with this where if people had just prestiged their page before the update or prestiged um, yeah, the whole, if they prestiged the whole page before this update, they'd lost all their fragments. So for example, if they had 23 fragments of an image that only needed seven, they weren't carried over if the page had been prestiged. So you basically caught all these foundables, but it would be lost. Um, and because this update was not met, was not announced, this caused a bit of an uproar because loads of people had prestiged their pages not realizing that this update was coming and thus they lost a lot of the fragments and thus lost a lot of XP. So there was a bit of controversy around this and it was acknowledged by Warner Brothers and Niantic that this was an issue. So to make up for this, um, they have actually, as a story, there was an update on the Harry Potter Wizards Unite um, last night and I'm recording this on the 19th which is a Tuesday so they released a free gift in Diagon Alley for all players as a sorry for this and it was a ridiculously ridiculously overpowered and very very generous gift to say sorry for the massive issue so what it, this included and this was free from the store 250 gold 15 restricted section books, 15 spell books, 6 to 18 potions, so 6 potent est estimolo potions, 6 strong potions, and 6 standard ones. So that is ridiculously generous. A lot of that stuff is really hard to come by. So the fact they've done that is pretty good, but also it's them admitting that they made a boo-boo on that. So it's an apology gift, and probably worth the error because all that stuff they've given you is very handy and with those spell books you can update and upgrade and improve your profession on wizards unite as well so there you go so that was exciting anyway so i think i've waffled on long enough about wizards unite so i'm gonna hand back to chris who's going to give you the rest of this week's news uh, have a fantastic week we will speak to you i will speak to you next week bye bye loving your work Colin Byrne, what a blooming good guy, and send Colin some love as well because he's a, he's a he's a good egg, you know, he's a good egg. With regards to me, what I've been playing is mainly Animal Crossing, and I am for, I'm in that middle ground now where the island looks kind of where I want it, how I want it to look a little bit, and I'm just like accumulating furniture, you know, and trying to get the design right and get the villagers right as well. Um, completed the fossil collection in the museum, no big deal, but I'm a pretty big superstar now. And uh, yeah, it's going pretty well. I'm, enjoy I'm still enjoying the game a lot. Um, I would say that it is definitely a slow 
burn and i like that so like this week they added a bunch of stuff to coincide with it being like world museum day or something or happy international museum month or whatever but anyway uh basically means that these new challenges in the museum which is super cool because the museum in animal crossing is a really underrated area in terms of it being very beautiful very pretty and lots going on in there as well i really like it and it's kind of like very chill compared to the rest of the island as well where you can just like run around and just be surrounded by fish and bugs and fossils and things like that so that's mostly what i have been playing this week in terms of news from me the big thing that's caught my eye this week which got announced just after we recorded uh last week which is annoying is the new paper mario game the origami king which comes out on july 17th uh it seemed to just sort of be announced and dropped out of nowhere there's a trailer on heresfanhub.wordpress.com which you can check out um I'm really looking forward to this. The art style is amazing. It all looks like folded paper and origami. And Paper Mario's always had a kind of unique way about it anyway. So I'm super keen to give this a play. It comes out on July the 17th. And uh, I think I will probably get it on release or if not soon after. Because I've never, to be honest, I've never really played a Paper Mario game before. So I'm quite looking forward to getting stuck into one, especially on Switch. And so, yes, we will embed a trailer for that. The only other thing I wanted to um, talk about is that the Unreal Engine um, video, which if you've not seen it, is from um, uh, Epic, I think. And it's them talking about Unreal Engine 5 and how many trillions of triangles. But basically, the big news is saying that Unreal Engine will support the Nintendo Switch. Um, so this is coming from Eurogamer.net and uh, this is very exciting stuff because the actual engine looks amazing and um, the way it uses light and renders triangles in real time and all this kind of crazy stuff and billions of polygons and stuff, tech stuff I don't really understand but um, definitely watch the video if you've not seen it already if you're interested in kind of how games are made and the tech behind them and the fact that this could work on Switch is very promising indeed although, you know, we'll we'll see i imagine the games might play but i don't know if they'll look as good as this but you know that's okay that's another thing so that's kind of it really um from us it's been pretty quiet this week and uh we hope you're well and keeping safe and this week was also our seven year anniversary here on heroes of handheld which is absolutely mental i don't really know how we got to seven years um but happy anniversary us send us a little tweet or uh, you know get in touch with some good memories i can't believe it's been seven years it's crazy and colin i love you very much you can message us by getting on heroespanheld.wordpress.com where you can contact us or heroespanheld at gmail.com and on twitter we are at handheld podcast so thank you very much and uh, we will be back hopefully as normal next week